Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Seems Like Diet Culture podcast, or welcome if you are new here. If this is your first time joining, my name is Mallory Page. I'm a registered dietitian, and I am the host and creator of this podcast, which I put together because I wanted a space to be able to discuss food, nutrition, wellness, exercise, current events, ED recovery, and more from a non-diet perspective. Because most of the stuff that you encounter on social media and even many of the people that you would have conversations with have a diet culture lean or they lean towards diet culture. Actives when you're making a decision about things and how you want to view them or implement them into your life. So I hope that this podcast can be a space where you get to do that. And every week is different. Many weeks are research-based and very heavy deep dives into topics. Other weeks are current events like this week. There are some times where we go into a recovery or food freedom topic, but no matter what, your opinion matters so much to me. I don't know why I said matters so weird. (laughs) So if you ever have an episode that you wanna see, always feel free to click down below There are links to different ways that you can interact with me or interface with different programs that we have, but also a link to submit any episode ideas that you have or feedback for the podcast. You can also do that in Spotify. There's a little area where you can type things, but I feel like the the, uh, website is the easiest way. And as I mentioned, this week is going to be a current events podcast, and Well, it's not a current events podcast. Let's not get wild. But it is a podcast where we're discussing something that happened. And every now and again, there's one of these kind of events that happen that make me drop everything, push our episode schedule out, and sit down automatically to record a podcast. And that is what happened to me this week when I saw this photo by Emily Ratajkowski. Now, of course, I'm going to have this linked down in the comments for you to check out if it's still up, which it is as of this point. And I will also have my video that I did on Instagram so that you can check that out and you can see the photo if it does get deleted at some point. But I'm going to give you the best visual possible and explain who Emily Ratajkowski is, why this matters, and what happened with this controversy. So first, let's start with what happened. This was about a week ago now, and Emily Ratajkowski, who is a model, posted this photo of her standing in a pair of jeans, but those jeans were clearly much larger than her actual body, and she had her legs both in one side of the pant leg. And then the other pant leg and the waistband of the jeans, she was pulling away from her body. If you are struggling to imagine it because I'm not the best at giving descriptions, think the guy that used to be the head promoter for Subway, I think his name was Jared, how he used to do that one signature pose. It's almost exactly like that except he used to wear that old pair of jeans and Emily never wore the pair of jeans or any size close to the one that she was standing in. And the Subway commercial was Jared talking about his weight loss essentially as an advertisement for Subway. And this photo that Emily Ratajkowski posted, well, we will discuss what it could potentially mean here in a moment. But She has 30.2 million followers, 
And this post has reached almost 2,500 comments at the point that I am looking at it. And she has not even restricted the comment section either. So people are just sharing everything. And there are a lot of different opinions. Most that I'm seeing, which could be partially because of my Instagram, but they are definitely saying how inappropriate this is. One of my favorites is from Tess Holiday. She says, I've been looking for those jeans in the second photo. If you could just please return them, that would be cool. Thank you so much. Some other people are saying things like, designers won't make plus sizes unless it's for a photo op where a thin person can be quirky. Or the fact that a whole team of people worked on this and thought this was cool is so effed up. Last but not least, writing a photo, sorry, writing a book centered body, centered on body image and then doing the second photo is crazy. There's a lot more that you can check out. And just to explain a little further, this is actually the second post in a carousel. And if you are currently someone that feels like you could be quite triggered by the post that I described, I would suggest not going to look or check on it. It doesn't necessarily add anything to see it visually for this podcast episode. Now, as I explain this controversy, some of you may know exactly who I'm talking about and even feel like Emrata, Emily Radikowski, Emrata is her nickname, is someone that you've looked up to or appreciated. And others of you may have no idea who I'm talking about. So just to give you the briefest description, Emily Ratajkowski is an American model, actress, and author. She is a self-proclaimed feminist and activist. She's most known for her longtime modeling career, but also in more recent years, she became very well known for her best-selling memoir called My Body, and then also her podcast where she has different guests on talking about feminism, female empowerment, and a whole host of other topics as well. And I think that her book and podcast, especially in regards to how they relate to her platform as a self-proclaimed activist and feminist, are the most important in relation to the controversy we're speaking about today. So I want to explain what the book is about per its description. It's essay chronicle moments from Radikowski's life that investigate the culture's fetishization, I can never say that word, (laughs) of girls and female beauty, its obsession with and contempt for women's sexuality, the perverse dynamics of the fashion and film industries, and the gray area between consent and abuse. I've heard many different thoughts from people on this book. I have not read it myself. I was actually interested in reading it, but feel deterred by this current event that just happened, especially because I feel like there's, well, I won't get ahead of myself. We'll talk about why I feel that way in a moment. Her podcast is called High Low, and that is proclaimed to be about politics, philosophy, and feminism. I have listened to, I think, one episode of that podcast. It was with Julia Fox. I'll be 100% honest, I didn't find it to get very deep into the topics of feminism. It felt much more so on the surface, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but uh, I don't know. You'd almost have to listen to the podcast to fully get what I'm saying. It can just feel like it's not all coming together and making making a, a true point. But we're not here to talk about either of those things. I just wanted to give you that background so that you understand. And now we can go back into the post. 
So Emily, as I mentioned, she's a model and she has always been a very petite model-esque looking woman. She actually has talked about this before in interviews, how throughout her entire life, even from a very young age, she was admired by men, admired for her looks. And she has used her platform in the past to push back against fat phobia and over-sexualization and exploitation of women's body. But as we look at this post, and even as you heard some of those comments, we can hear the dissonance that people are seeing between this post and what this could entail and her platform and what she says that she actually believes. Now, there have been a number of different people, whether it be on my TikTok or Instagram or just in the comments of that post, that have brought up different reasons as to why Emily and or the creative director and or both chose to take this picture and why they thought it was okay. If you look through the carousel, all of the photos are kind of strange, a little off, and many of them feature larger pants. The other pants, other than this photo, are just baggier, not even close to what that second photo is. So some people have made the argument that she is actually just trying to do a play on the baggy pants trend. Another person said that they thought it was a play of inviting someone into your pants. And other people have said things like, well, it just doesn't matter what the reason is. Regardless, it's not her choice because the creative director likely had all of the power in making the decision for the shoot, and she just has to be there as a model. Now, since Emily has not commented on this, and since the caption doesn't really give us anything in regards to why these were put together, what the purpose is, we really don't know. We don't know if it could be for any of those reasons, or why the creative director thought this was Um, the best move or what they thought it was accomplishing or why Emily did or did not or if she was aware and same with her team. No matter what though, it did get through all the way to posting and even with the posting, there are some people that bring up, well, she may not have a choice in what she posts. It may be something that's agreed upon by this team that she worked with and honestly, that could also be true but I do think that it is surprising to me that she would post that second photo. You would think she could probably choose different photos to post. Maybe, maybe not. But also that her team, her PR team, would be doing whatever they could to avoid controversy and anything that would seem incongruent to her brand. So I just want to bring those up so that I address them and also speak to the fact that we don't exactly know what the purpose is. Regardless of the fact that we do not know what the purpose is, it's still important to talk about what the impact of this post was. And of course, we have to start off with how this affected people. And of course, that's going to vary from person to person depending on their experiences. But number one, there were many people in my comment section when I put up this post, well, actually, I should say on my story when I put up a story box on it, 
The gist mentioned that this was very triggering for them, made them feel quite inferior and like they needed to lose weight, they needed to be small, their value is in their size. And I know that you listening to this, you may not have had the same experience. It may not have been triggering for you. For me, it wasn't triggering because of the place I'm at, but I 100% understand why it could be triggering for people, especially those that are recovering their relationship with food and body image. Along with that, there were many people commenting that self-proclaimed that they were in larger bodies and expressed how upsetting or disappointing this was to them, or even just how agitating and annoying it was to see this. Now, I'm not going to speak on this experience as if I understand exactly what that would feel like, but I just want to highlight some of the main reasons as to why it could make someone feel all of those emotions. And a lot of this comes down to thin privilege and lack of acknowledgement for those privileges or lack of understanding, even when she is positioning herself in a different way. So thin privilege is related to weight bias and it stems from the unrealistic ideal that everyone should have a thin body type. And it also represents all of the social, financial, and practical benefits that a person can get because they are in a smaller body. And like any form of privilege, the person that holds that doesn't always know that they hold it because it's just their norm. And it's also not saying that it's that person's fault because they have it. Emily can't control how her body looks. It just looks how it looks. I mean, of course, unless she's doing other things to get it there, right? But she's spoken about the fact she's looked like this her entire life. And so it's not saying that that is wrong. But what is wrong about it is... Not only the fact that she would post this photo in general, that very much so reeks of that kind of privilege, lack of awareness, lack of acknowledgement for many reasons, but also because she would post this and do so when she has positioned herself as someone that discusses body image and discusses female empowerment. And those two things contradict yourself themselves. If you want to talk about empowering women and talking about the over-sexualization of women, helping women not deal with so much oppression and pushing against the patriarchy, within that, there is pushing against the stereotypes around women's bodies. It is pushing against thin privilege, acknowledging body variation. And this post It's either her being extremely uneducated about how this could be harmful, which is very weird because her entire book is about her body and the privileges as well as the drawbacks of having her appearance and how aware she was of it and how society made her aware. Or it is her just blatantly choosing to ignore that. And again, That is not acknowledging all the facts that, yes, she could have been forced to post this, but at the same time, if you feel so strongly about your brand and the image that you want to represent and pushing against oppression and female empowerment, then to me, you would not be even posing in that shoot. You would say no, or you wouldn't post the photo, or you would do something different to make sure that that stops because if you are so passionate about it that you have a podcast about it and you have a book about it and you speak to women about it, then that shouldn't even be a question. Your morals and ethics should be so strong that you don't consider that, especially because we know it doesn't come down to a money thing for her. She's very well off, so it's not as if she has to do this in order to survive. The next thing that goes along with that conversation around the frustration of her posting this, especially for people 
that may reside in a larger body is just what it says about the fashion industry because she is posing posing in a pair of pants that many people would really enjoy having as a typical size range. I don't know what the size of pants are. It's very hard to tell when you look at the photo, but the fashion industry for years has said, oh, it's way too hard to make clothes for plus-size people, or it's just much too expensive, or there's not enough need. And this just shows that they're clearly willing to do this for someone that does not need those pants for the focus of creative expression or whatever else it is. But those claims are also just not even true. Plus-size models have done so much work in trying to advocate for different sizes on the runway and in fashion in general, and despite the fact that we have made a lot of progress in the movement of body image over the years from where it was, there is still just a huge issue with inclusivity within fashion in general, from the lowest level of brand to the highest level of brand. And it is just funny to me, too, because... The plus-size clothing market is expected to reach 28, no, $288 billion this year, according to Future Market Insights. And so the fact that they say they're unable to do this stuff because they don't have the money or there's not a marketplace, it just is so silly to me. Tess Holiday actually spoke on this and she said, I have to wear fast fashion in high street to major red carpet moments. And that's great, but I want the option to wear high-end items of my choosing and it's not available. And that was said in 2019. Now, I know as I go through and say this that you may have a different mix of emotions of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if it's that serious or if it's not that serious or why she did it. But I think no matter what, to me, this sends the message that it is so important to make sure that the people that you are getting your information from around anything, but especially things like body image and female empowerment and pushing against oppression over sexualization, are not just small, white women with lots of money and tons of privilege because they just cannot give the full picture, you know? And I'm saying this as someone that holds tons of different privileges, and that's why I would always urge you to find lots of different people that you can learn from, and that's always a goal for myself, because these type of celebrities, so often, they're just going to let us down. We don't always know why they're making the book, and what it means to them, and how they're going to apply the things that they're saying. And I'm not saying that you can't like Emily Ratajkowski if you want to. I'm not saying anything about her book or her podcast. You can make your own decisions on that. But I do think it's very important to think about how the ideas that you subscribe to can inherently exclude the inclusion of other people. And that's, I feel like, what Emily did with this type of post. Not because this one post does everything to just upheave her brand and her messaging, 
more so because it shows a lack of education and understanding around the topics that she is profiting off of, and especially topics that she's profiting off of and taking space in that other people that are living in larger bodies, people of color, people that don't have as much of a solid financial background, et cetera, et cetera, could really speak to in a different and arguably more powerful way. And so when it comes to this situation, I know it is just one photo. I know that sometimes it can feel like within today's society that everything just gets nitpicked. And I totally see how that can be exhausting. I really do. But at the same time, even if something like this didn't affect you personally, it didn't trigger you, it didn't bother you, it's so important to talk about this because other people can get affected, you know? And if we're really wanting to speak about these big topics like female empowerment and body image, we have to acknowledge these things that arguably push us back and that are harmful and that continue to spread this idea of feminism that maybe isn't actually true feminism that represents all different people. And I'm not an expert on all of those different topics. I would love to here soon start to have more experts on that can speak to certain things like this. I think it'd be so fun to do so. But at the least, I wanted to just discuss this, do a short episode on it, I am more than happy to talk through this with any of you guys that may have thoughts on it or that feel upset about this image or just want to talk more with people. I've mentioned this slightly, but we should have a really fun product coming soon where we can do just that in a safe, inclusive, supportive space. So that would be so exciting. Announcements hopefully coming soon on that. But Oh my gosh, why do I do that? I saw a TikTok, you know, those TikToks that do like impressions of people and usually I watch them and they aren't me, but this one was basically imitating people that break out in song in the middle of their sentences and I was like, oh God, that is me and I don't know why. It's like I can't stop it. It's just, I'm, I have to blame my mother because she does it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not her fault. Oh my gosh. Anyways, on a scale of 1 to 10 on our diet culture scale, 0 being no diet culture, 10 being the most, I give this a 10 because diet culture does the best when disguised within things that people may not think are diet culture. And this to me is 100% diet culture and yet it's trying to frame it as if it's not. And so that is my rating for today. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review or shared it with someone, but I also just appreciate you being here and listening. If you need anything, please feel to reach out. Feel free to reach out. All my links are in the show notes, my programs, ways to work with me. And also, I hope I see you back here again. I don't know why I said and also like that. Sometimes I wish you guys could see my hand movements too. They're just going crazy. And I did like the funniest like dip with the and also like I was a conductor. Okay. We need to end the podcast. Thank you guys for being here. See you soon. Hopefully.